It's the year 2020, and our four podcasters are covering every Gundam series in release order. However, they've become weary of their mission and wish to attempt a brief escape from their epic undertaking. This is After Colony 42069. series, movie, OVA, and release order, and sometimes we just talk about love. Today is the... V- sometimes you just talk about the goofy stuff. Sometimes you, you just gotta slow it down and talk about the goofy stuff. Today is a Valentine's Day special, and I'm joined by one person, one co-host. Today, I got Simon. I consumed Christian and Alex <laughs> in the womb. And I'm now at the power <laughs> and thoughts of three men. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, it's tearing me apart inside. But mm-hmm. I'm three times as ready to find love. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm kind of excited to be here. Um, yeah, right now and... you are you look like Simon, but you are, uh, you are vaping. Um, and you're also holding up a picture of a burned cop car. And I think that's a little bit of Christian and Alex showing through you consumed them yeah so have you seen um harry potter and the sorcerer's stone yeah you know the bit the hilarious bit that they have where the face exists on the back of the regular face voldemort exists on the back of the regular face so Mm -hmm. when god was kind of combining us he was trying to do that but (laughs) i only have one back in my head but guess what i have two of what I have two butt cheeks, so Christian and Alex's face are on my butt cheeks. Yeah, poor guys. That's incredible. That's like, that's like, yeah, it's like the worst part of the human body, though, so they're just stuck there. Yeah. Um, They should study you for science. Yeah, they should. Um, They also should study my fucking matchmaking skills for science. Um, and I think I'm going to give, um, you listeners and you, Michael, I'm going to give you a little, uh, peek inside my matchmaking brain for free today, if that's cool with you. Yeah. So, um, today we're doing a special, uh, a special version of the show where we're, we're just going to slow it down a little bit and we're all, we're here just to talk about love. Slow it down. Yeah. It's February 13th. Valentine's day is just a day away. The day of love, the day of, um, hearts, um, arrows, Baby, babies with a diaper on. Diapers. <laughs> my favorite part of Valentine's the Day diapers. is putting on my big diaper. <laughs> it's like it's so sick. Okay, I I have been <laughs> preaching this for a while now. Um, like let me hate you with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, you got me talking about diapers. Yeah, now. sorry, okay. this is gonna be a quick so, episode, but it's gonna be a lot of. Wait, hold on. It's just a super quick episode, but I want my opinion of diapers to be known. So I'm like looking for an apartment right now and I'm seeing all this like, you know, two bath, three bed, one bath, two bed. I'm talking one bed, zero bath, (laughs) but I wear a diaper all the time. Is this anything? Uh, It's something. (laughs) 
you come over. We're about to like fucking party. Yeah. Okay? I'm like, hey, I, I need to take a piss. A lot of liquid. And you're like, sorry. I hand you a big <laughs> Huggies fucking diaper, and I say, Michael, you can piss in this shit in front of me. It's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also think so. Today's episode um comes from the twisted brains of uh Simon and Michael who. I think it's worth mentioning the two shows that I'm watching really religiously right now are, um, you know, Double Zeta, obviously, for the podcast. And also, I'm watching The Bachelor mm-hmm. starring Matt and Chris Harrison. Um, and those are my two mains. So kind of for today's episode, we combined it, uh, combined the those two shows, all of our favorite parts of them. And I think we have a pretty fun game uh, planned for us today. Do you want to go over the rules, Michael, or uh, would you like me to? Yeah, I can. I can go over the rules r- rules really quickly. Um, so thank you. Today we are playing the role of Chris Harrison and our eligible bachelor. You know him. You love him, Judo Ashta. So basically, what we've done is we've put Judo on his own colony. So he's on you know, a colony inside one. Um, let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's say that everyone got vaccinated beforehand. Um, <laughs> waited two weeks. It is so pivotal <laughs> that you understand. There's no illness. Here, okay. There with the year, go, we're going to talk a lot about how close everyone gets. We need to know, like it, it's, it's safe. They, okay. They the all... CDC backs what we're doing here today. Yeah. There, there's a reason why we're doing it offshore. Of course. <laughs> Cause in the, <laughs> Um, so we, we put Judo on a colony, and what we've done is we've gathered up all of the eligible bachelors and bachelorettes from the Gundam universe, from 0079, Zeta, and of course Double Zeta, and we're sending them to the colony with Judo to basically battle it out for Judo's heart, because we know in, in the in the show, mm-hmm. Judo is our most eligible bachelor, um, hands down. 100%. So... Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is first we're going to run you through the contestants um, who are going to be battling it out for Judo's heart. And then slowly, uh, one by one, we're going to run through uh, random, uh, randomly produced prompts um, to basically narrow down our pool of bachelors and bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At which point we will finally get to three eligible bachelors and bachelorettes and we will... Then yes. run through the scenario of fantasy suites, and then on to the finale. So I would so this is our best um, simulation, I'd say, of uh, an entire series of The Bachelor, where kind of like every single week it seems like they focus on a different you know facet of like relationships. So that's what we're doing here. And then for those of you that don't know what fantasy suites are, um, in The Bachelor, that's when they that's when they do the dirty mm-hmm. um and get a little bit more intimate a lot of these prompts don't necessarily beg intimacy but uh the final three fantasy suites we're kind of looking um uh kind of, we have our champions and we're um focusing a little bit more on um physicality so yeah i think it's a pretty great game i think it's a really good simulation of if uh, the bachelor were to take place in this beautiful universe mm-hmm. that Tomino has crafted. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into this. Before we start, I I do want to I want to just kind of talk about the elephant in the room, which is, do you think Tomino would approve of this game? Oof. Um, 
He's pretty. He's you know, pretty twisted. all bits of all all bits of. Okay, this is twisted. Okay, <laughs> l- okay. Um, I I think we have to kind of zoom out the lens and um refocus it on the most twisted man, kind of uh, Chris Harrison. So Chris Harrison crafted the TV series The Bachelor for American audiences. Would Tomino approve of what Chris Harrison is doing in the entertainment industry? Absolutely not. Okay, I think Tomino would find a lot of issue. So, so Tomino is trying to craft these beautiful ro- worlds. Chris Harrison is trying to tear ours down. Exactly. Um. However, I think that Tomino would kind of maybe respect the parody that we're doing. Kind of um respect uh a re implement uh re implementation of a lot of these characters well we know that he likes to pair a tragedy with a comedy and i think that our comedy is tragic in a way so i think i think that we're just kind of going to do both at the same time yes i think the best thing to do right now is to meet our our main man judo so i i really quickly wanted to just give uh give the listeners a little rundown of judo so Judo. Mm-hmm. Imagine like a montage, uh, action sequence of him doing various different sports and perhaps preparing um some really good food uh during this time uh to be uh playing. Yeah. So yeah, imagine Judo making avocado toast, and he like he has yes. one of those yes. olive oil decanters that you can easily pour olive oil onto your toast from. Um, he isn't with his mom or dad because he uh is an orphan. So don't imagine him with his parents. But you should imagine. Don't imagine him with his parents. Yeah, you should imagine him pulling his shirt up to show his chiseled six pack abs. Right after he takes his shirt off, he's doing the thing that librarians do when they're looking for books with his finger. But he's looking over a couple fine wines that he has prepared, <laughs> and he's he's kind of he's kind of giggling and reminiscing about all the crazy stories about how he kind of came across these <laughs> fine wines, and he's pairing them with his avocado toast. Judo's playing lacrosse. <laughs> he's looking really malnourished because mm. all he's eating is bread and squishy fruit but um i don't know i think he's ready to find love yeah introduce him judo is best friends with Eno. uh judo is a cocky smart mouth always suffering from greed in the beginning his need for money is because he wishes to help his little sister, Lena Ashta, go to private school and have a much better future. He has a heart of gold. Uh, oh. Because of this, he often skips school to work as a junk dealer and bring him materials for money, trying to avoid sure <laughs> trying to avoid his other friends, Beecha and Mondo, so he doesn't have to share his profits. Um, so he is greedy, but uh, he's, he's a little bit like Robin Hood. Um, Mm-hmm. And in the show Double Zeta, he resorts to stealing the Zeta Gundam multiple times before becoming a full-time mobile suit pilot. Uh, Judo seems to despise adults, blaming them for the war that is now occurring. So that that's a little bit about our our bachelor here. So um, thank you, Simon. Do you want to run through our contestants? Yeah, for sure. So while I'm running through these, imagine them kind of uh, pulling up in. Okay, this is good. Um, they're all pulling up in a mobile suit and stepping out, and then kind of doing a, a little funny bit to kind of introduce. This is the first impression. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, in the show when the first impression Rose would be rewarded. Awarded. 
Um, but I think in this fantasy, they're just pulling up in a mobile suit, stepping out, and introducing themselves. Because Jude already knows who they are, little rascal. We got Ruluka. We got L. We got Inu. But in that one episode where he's looking a little bit extra hot <laughs> when he's um Whoa, what the fuck okay. Can we can we dial it back? I don't remember Inu ever playing a woman. <laughs> what are you talking about? What, why did you just continue to go with it? It's an episode It was like I was episode forty of Double Zeta. Okay. Ino and Judo dress up as women to infiltrate that one dude's colony. Uh, yes, of course. Um, we have Fa Yuri. We have Emma Sheen. Amon Khan. Salem Mass. We found her, Michael. She's here. She's here. She just wanted, she was prepping. We have Lala. Rambaral. Haro is making an appearance. Mondo stepping out of the mobile suit now. We got Glemmy, and it looks like that's Jared right behind him. Or is making quite the appearance in a Gundam that is much larger than any of the other ones here. <laughs> we have Sarah. Hayato is stepping out of on the old white base in which he piloted entirely by himself. We have Millie. Um, very cool glasses. Mashimar. Char. And finally, um, rolling up in a regular human car, we have Slager Law. He looks so cool. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, we have twenty. We have twenty bachelors or uh, bachelorettes, or no, we have twenty contestants. I guess yeah, that's what you would just call yeah, them. Yeah, call them contestants because yes, it's a mouthful. Um, but yeah, so now we're basically just gonna kind of uh press run on our little simulation code that we have compiled and start finding the perfect match uh for Judah. Does that sound good with you, Michael? Yeah, let's jump right in. The Bachelor, week one. This is week one, round one. Um, Judo is really looking at the... Mo- he's really... um. Let's see, what's a good way to phrase this? He's trying to pin down who would kill some- who would kill another person if he asked them to out of the people that we have. Okay. Let's talk about it. All right. So, first off, I'm thinking th- this is like going to separate people pretty quickly. Slegger Mm -hmm. Law, I feel like, is ruthless and uh, emotionless. Maybe even a psychopath. So he's definitely killing somebody. We can also say Mashamar would kill somebody. I would even say Sarah and Four would both kill someone pretty quickly. Um, I think a better question for this one, especially when we have a lot of people, is like who would... Like who of this group do you think would find issue mm -hmm. killing um like another human being okay and it's unfortunate that this one came so early yeah because um this is really going to kind of bring a very chaotic energy towards the rest (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so (laughs) i'm looking over the list or judah's contestants and i'm saying if i'm going straight up who i don't think would be able to do this it comes to fa yes yes i was thinking the exact same thing you know dressed as a woman Mm-hmm. Haro, because Haro can't kill anyone. But at the same time, Haro was emotionless. No, I disagree. Yes, that is exact. So my first I thing was like Haro. How like if Haro? It, it's kind of like the okay. Imagine if Haro had like you know ta- like R two D two tapped into a circuit and it's like the tr- the trolley problem mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. 
like Haro would be completely okay. You had no what you would have no idea what lever yeah. Haro would pull on the trolley problem exactly. because he simply is a computer. Yeah. So I do think he was he would be able to kill someone. Yeah. Um Um The only other ones I mean another thing about the about the bachelor is like you can also kind of pretend to be someone that you're not. So I don't think that Fa or Inu could pretend that they would ever kill someone for him. But, like, Millie, for example, Ooh, in reality, Millie. would Millie ever kill someone? No. Absolutely not. But I think that Millie has kind of been around the block enough that she can maybe, like, you know, throw a couple, um, you know, phrases here or there that get, uh, that get Judo thinking a little bit. What do you think about Mondo? Ooh, He's killed. Mondo's kind of like a fucking coward. He's killed, but I feel like he couldn't just murder. Like like a hit like that like in this case I'm like talking like a hit like I like I want that boy dead. I don't know I'm gonna have to fight you on I think Mondo I think Mondo's making it through to the next round to be completely frank I don't know how long he's gonna last because he is seems like a horrible romantic partner yeah but okay so Emma the, the only other one the only other one that I think could maybe fight for this is Lala if I'm being honest oh. Lala's a very pure person, very ethereal. I, I don't know if I could see Lala murdering uh, indiscriminately, especially if you were like, you don't have a choice. I also feel like Lala wears her heart on her sleeve, so there's no way she could kind of, like, pretend to be someone she's not. Yeah, okay, like, in The Bachelor, yeah, she would just be, like, because they have these, like, one-on-ones where they, like, kind of pull, where Judo would pull them all aside Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, have a heart-to-heart about this subject in this case. I think Lala would not, would just kind of, like, preach peace and be very ethereal and vague about all of it, which may be, if this is what Judo kind of wants in a in a mm-hmm. prospective mate which is obviously what he was on week one he chose this as like you know i don't know to draw a duality to our show the burning question of the week um i i don't think la la's making it through so this is this is what i've run through in my head i'm gonna do this real quick and then we'll decide so i'm thinking yeah Lala, while she definitely would not murder somebody i feel like if this was brought up to her during this, you know, during this first week, she would be able to kind of not necessarily fake it, but question the question, the prompt in a way that makes Judo rethink why he's asking her to do that. Thus making herself stand out. Whereas I think why I would vote for Fa to leave is I don't think that Fa's heart is in it because Fa wants Mm -hmm. to get back to Camille. Camille's in the That's hospital. So There's so many women. There's so many women that come on the show, and their heart is absolutely not in it. Other than excellent point, Michael. Like Fa was just thinking, maybe, maybe I could get more Instagram followers, so I could pay. Yes. So I get some like product, um, product placement ads, so that I can pay for Camille's, you know, therapy to help him. Um, exactly. But her heart's just not in it, and I think that Eno, especially in this moment, as he's already cosplaying a woman. In this episode, he's already pretending to be something he's not. So he's re- he's realized he's made a grave mistake. Like like the Bachelor like isn't a show for the faint of heart. And like Inu, kind of I don't th- I think that I mean I I was gonna say the first conflict that kind of comes up. I think he's out. It's week one. There's already a huge conflict. Um, yeah. I I also like the idea that Fa is just using all of her camera time to like preach um like how fucked up Camille's life is and like the problems <laughs> of our current medical system. Yeah. 
Um, so I, but, my, my vote's okay. Faw. Faw's out this, this round. Perfect. All right. Um, we had a grueling rose ceremony. Everybody got a rose, but Faw did not. Um, ladies, please say your goodbyes. That's what Chris Harrison says every week on the bathroom when someone gets eliminated. <laughs> The Bachelor, week two. All right, so Judo is just looking for communication in this um, in this week. Judo has kind of realized that a lot of the contestants went out of their way to try to trick him, um, you know, to kind of maybe mislead him, but we're looking who communicates the best this week. Again, I think, like, they're all, like, military soldiers so i feel like they all communicate pretty good mm -hmm. so it, it it might be worth looking at the bottom of the barrel again this week yeah um mm -hmm. so who's standing out to you on who would communicate poorly because i have a couple at slager slager law is standing out to me a lot because slager law is kind of like a slimy guy and i feel like he'll tell you what he wants to hear so for me it's slager and honestly four um for me as well i think I think that four is, I mean, just very um, uh, emotive yeah. and uh, can sometimes maybe not say exactly how she's feeling. Um, uh, let's bring it over to you. So I think um, I don't agree with you on Slugger a lot. I think Slugger tells it how it is. So I think he's very communicative right. um, to the point where it's almost a fault um, because he's kind of a douchebag. Um, but I was going to mm. say, um, firstly, Haro cannot... Does not seem to have the hot, like the most vocabulary. Haro is not communicating well, not because he's not processing what he needs to communicate, but because he seemingly can say three words at a time <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. And that is, oh man, this might be Haro's week. That's actually an incredible point. But I do want to, um, I do want to say, I actually think there's a better answer. And I think it's Jared Mesa. Jared seems to be somebody who holds everything in. And you could see it in his relationships in Zeta. You know, whenever yes. he was, you know, with a partner, um, he wasn't he wasn't very forward. He didn't seem to really express himself that well. It seemed like all of his relationships were just those of like convenience. Yeah, and he got called out a lot of like, this is why you're doing this. And he was like, Oh, you're right, you kind of got me. You know, he he doesn't like to really tell others what he who, what he's up to. There's actually there is a dark horse here, and that is Shar. Um that was Rekawa's whole issue with Shar. Well <laughs> also, Shar pretends to be somebody he's not in every instance. <laughs> That's honestly so holy shit. Okay, okay. Here's a good question. Um, a lot of the times, uh, rumors start circulating, um, within the groups in The Bachelor, and, um, this kind of, uh, brings to light a lot of communication issues. Uh, say there's a rumor going around that Char, that, um, like, Char is actually, like, Lieutenant Quattro, similar to, like, what happened in Zeta. How do you think that Char reacts to this? How do you think Judo, um, kind of reacts to this information coming forwards? Oof. I mean, I think that Judo already, like we talked about, it, he blames adults for the war. He blames adults for mm. everything. So I think any adult is going to be on thin ice to begin with. So I think what Char's looking at is a, is an ex, is a uh, exit from the show. Yeah, he's looking at an ex. That's so brutal. So the rose ceremony came along again. Um, everyone got a rose except for Char. And Fuck. 
finishing them off. Yeah, so let's let's get Shar out of there. I think this is a double. I think this is a double week. I think that Judo, he's seen all the shit people are pulling, and I think that he's looking for communication. And I think you were right. I don't know that four can communicate because I don't think four quite has all of her. Um, she doesn't quite have the ability to to emote how she's feeling all the time. And I think that mm-hmm. when when you have four one on one, I think it works. But when you also have Rue, Elle, Emma, Sarah, Lala, Sayla around, four really stands out as just somebody who is unhinged is the word I would use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a loose cannon. Yeah. Okay, um, Michael, I, I'm down with that. But um, so during the rose ceremony, who was the last person to receive a rose? Like, who's on thin ice this week? Because the last person to receive the rose is always like, you saved me for the very last, so I obviously was like pretty close to elimination. I think Haro is the last person to receive a rose. Yeah. Because I think I think that Judo is starting to realize that a life with Haro may not may not be what he's looking for. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think uh Haro made it very barely in this in this uh episode. I think this was a really good week, actually, for everyone in the house. Mm-hmm. I think that um a lot of kind of information came to light and um it's really going to come down to exactly what uh some more specific things that uh judo is looking for the bachelor week three so this week was actually tough on the house um because judo learned that um his sister lena actually uh, was missing in action oh, no. and um she's presumed dead so he's really looking for a shoulder to cry on um he's really emotional he you can't really get a lot out of judo this week um who do you think is going to be there for him most there for him most i think lala i think lala shines mm-hmm. really brightly this week exactly i think that lala gets a lot of screen time this week. you know who actually i i think is a dark horse for a really good shoulder to cry on is sarah because while while Sarah yes. was very mm-hmm. confused, Sarah was also very empathetic. I felt. Um, yes. I would say the same thing mm-hmm. for Mashamar. Seems to be very in touch with his emotions. Uh, Mashamar. Well, they have really good situational awareness. I think is what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. So Mashamar to me stands out as a, as a good shoulder to cry on. Same thing with Millie. Um, Honestly, same thing with Slager. I think Slager is mm-hmm. like maybe a bit of a fuckboy shoulder, but yeah. I think that. He might, All right, he might combat me. He might, what is he it? He might slap you in the face uh, to try and get you to like snap out of it. That that is what like that is a very valid way of dealing <laughs> with emotions as this show has shown so far. Um, so I'm thinking now about who who's at the bottom of our list, and I have to say um, I have to say it's our fuck boys. <laughs> it's our fuck boys, Glimmy, Toto, and Jared Mesa. Um, at the bottom You're of the telling screen. me that Haro slipped through another week. <laughs> what I'm telling you is that there is a there is a moment in Zeta where Haro flies at Fa and Fa hugs Haro, and it just looks like the oh best. It just looks like the best hug of all time. That's such a good point. And I'll find a screenshot of that. Oh. I'll send it to you. It looks so nice. So I think Haro might. Is that Haro? It's like a little plushy. <laughs> um, so for me, yeah, I'm thinking Jared or Glimmy. 
do you have any i feel like being this i'm leaning jared more toward i oh what about mondo mondo is oh, still fuck. in this yeah league. mondo sucks although i will say i that... don't think mondo has a lot of really redeeming empathetic moments that's true he is growing as a character the other option I was thinking was Inu as a woman. I don't know if he can get that raw and like emotional <laughs> as he's trying to cosplay uh, a different person. You know what I mean? So that, that's going to be tough. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to keep throwing sticks on the fire, mm-hmm. but remember that. Okay. Cause at the end of the day, like we're, we're kind of skepticizing all of these, you know, may, maybe vague situations where they could be comforting or not. But for Judah specifically, Rue Luca was so brutal to judo when in the show lena died mm-hmm. that she felt the need to leave and exit the situation so i actually i i i think this might be a double illumination but i think one of those might be rue for that exact reason like Ooh. there is like videographic evidence of like her doing a bad job being a shoulder to cry on for judo thoughts yeah, I mean, I agree with you. That's brutal on Rue, who I feel like did well in the first two weeks. That's what this game will do to you, yeah. okay? It'll bring out, like, some parts of yourself that you might not like early and in front of the entire, like, in front of a huge audience. I will say that it he did come around on Rue. And, and, like, two episodes later, they're back together, and he says, maybe you're right. And she's like, no, maybe you okay. are right. So there is that moment. Can we at least and do like, a final and look, 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 here's the thing. I love Rue a lot. So I'm obviously mm-hmm. from Judah's perspective, they're in the same show. They have a lot of chemistry. So in my mind, I'm kind of going to try and protect Rue in this situation. And maybe you need, yeah. maybe you need to call me out on that. Maybe, maybe we do need to send Rue home, but that that's just my point of view. No, I, I think I think I can I'm willing to compromise on a final rose situation with Rue where like Rue kind of like acted that way. Judah was super cold towards her during the whole week. A lot of the contestants actually ended up having to comfort Judo about Rue's reaction. But um during the rose ceremony, Judo kinda had that epiphany of, you know, maybe that's what I needed to hear. So what, what um, I think we've so landed on up... is that this is a hard out for Jared. Jared is yes. not empathetic whatsoever. Um and I, I just don't think that he's he's faring well. And he was also kind of at the bottom of the barrel last week. Haro gets through yeah. this week because of that hug. And we know that's a yes. good hug. Yes. We know that Haro mm-hmm. can just like absorb emotion because Haro can't really do anything to also Haro is a very member uh in double zero seventy nine, very much watching after Amaro saying you need to eat, you need to take care of yourself, you know, Amaro sad, I Camille wonder... sad. If Haro is able of like doing some sort of thing where he kind of like overloads a servo motor inside of right, his body, you keep and you like keep like warm. You keep calling Haro he, and, like, and that is insane. <laughs> I, I don't know why. That's so ball. It, it, I've really humanized Haro yeah. as a man, apparently. <laughs> Just like a big burly dude. <laughs> Reminds me of my father. How about Mondo? Is Mondo making it through? Um, I think Mondo Mondo makes it through. I think this is a single elimination. All right. Yeah, I agree. All right. Official uh, to cry on. Out of there. All right. Um, next week. That was an emotional week, Michael. Yeah, that was tough. The Bachelor. Week. 
all right this week um last week was really tough uh judo's kind of uh turn up the burner we're looking for honesty who's the most honest oh shit. um honesty is the i mean like i i feel like this is really um where a lot of the characters are going to kind of get axed because lying is a really big part of some of these characters yeah um Mondo, for example, like Mondo's gone. I don't know. Mondo's fucking out of here because Mondo, Mondo pre- I, I, he tried I'm to sorry, he tried I'm to play. Yeah, right he now. tried to play both sides. And to me, as soon as you said that, the first thing I saw was Mondo, and I was just like, Mondo's gone. Yeah, I think that this might be a Glimmy goes. I don't know. Yes, because um, Glimmy's honest in some ways, but he's also keeping like secret new types in his ship. Um, this is. This okay, we crafted this really well because like the bachelor, certain contestants that we weren't talking about mm-hmm. are starting to come to light, you know, like you know all of the heavy hitters are kind of out so we have to be like Sarah for example. We have not um, we have not talked about Haman once. She's so hot, dude. <laughs> um you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I think Haman's pretty honest. I, I don't think this is her week. Or th- this isn't the week she's going yeah. home. She Haman is a master manipulator, That's so true. she's been telling Judo exactly what he wants to hear so far. What do we, I think that it's going to take about a very specific thing. We're talking about honesty. Mm-hmm. What do we think about Inu dressed as a woman? Oh. oh. Okay, wait, wait. I actually have a hot... I have, I have another um, another one to bring up here. Zayla Mass. Yep. For, throughout the whole of the first season didn't tell anyone about her background. Now, this, this depends on is honesty withholding information or is honesty telling the truth? Because Sayla very clearly did not tell everyone her situation, who she was, Shar's her brother, all of this stuff. That's dishonest. But, you know, do we are we really thinking that, that she has to be punished for that? I think this might be a last row situation no, I, for Sayla because, like, Sayla's very attractive. And she does... Judo's not dumb. I think there's a lot of people that actively lie in the show. Yeah. Like Mondo being one. Um, so I think Mondo has to go. Who else actively lies? I think that's what this week is about. Because there's a ton of withheld information. That's the whole basis of this show. Like it's a fucking Yeah. I mean, um, I think that I think we already got Mondo out. I think that's clear. If we're gonna take another out, I think it has to be Glimmy. I think looking at this list, even yeah. even my even our least favorite characters. Or like like Mashamar is a very honest character. Slegger, very honest. Yeah. Rambaral, extremely honest. Haro, the most honest. Haro wins this week, I think. Uh, he uses binary logic to tell to like <laughs> to tell the like he needs to tell the truth. He's a computer. <laughs> All right. A machine incredibly honest. That week was honest. brutal, but actually that week wasn't brutal. That week was actually refreshing because it was just like it was very apparent right off the bat. The second that Judo kind of re-centered uh, what what he's looking for in the show, um, it was it all eyes kind of turned to Mondo and Glemmy, and yeah. we kind of thinned it out a little bit, and we're moving on to week five. The Bachelor, week five. Um. So now that honesty's out of the way, uh, he kind of wants to start nailing down um, what people really want out of, you know, this whole bachelor experiment thing. So we're looking for decisiveness this week. We're looking for quick decisions. Mm-hmm. We're looking for, you know, not a lot of uh, maybe won't back out of a decision that they already made. 
um, and people who are willing to, you know, like make the decision of where they want to eat, make the show of what, fo- like, of what show that they want to watch. You know, he kind of, when he's on autopilot, he needs someone to still steer him a little bit. And who's that person going to be? Mm-hmm. Um. So I think we we have Man, it's just so- we have a lot of characters who I think are going to do really well this week, and I I don't feel the need to like really go through all of them. But can I tell you who I don't think is doing really uh-huh. well? I think I think Ooh. I'm looking at Sarah. Ooh, Sarah. That's so, yeah. Sarah's not so decisive. Wishy-washy. Yeah, are you kidding me? Right so now, so wishy washy. Oh my gosh, Hayato does so good this week. Hayato does so good this yeah. week. You know, oh so my god, Rambaral smashes it. I think Haman, Emma, L, Rue all do really well. I think Inu. Again, kind of at the bottom. How is Inu still here? I think Sayla doesn't do great this week. Not quite bottom, no. but just kind of middling because Sayla has a couple moments that are like, I don't know what decision to make here. Um, Millie, I'm looking yeah. at Millie and I'm thinking, I have no idea what how, how like what's happening here with Millie. Um, Millie seems pretty There's decisive, but women... like not making like There's... incredible decisions. Exactly. I, I think that this week, so someone has to go home. That's the format of the show, right? Yeah. I think Sarah goes home. However, I think Judo pulls, I think after the rose ceremony, Judo kind of pulls everyone aside and says, like, listen, I'm here to find my wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, and he looks directly at um, Rambaral when he says that. <laughs> and he just gives a, <laughs> gives a nod, a little reassurance. <laughs> and he says, I need, I like, no more messing around. Let's get down to business. Going on to week six. Yeah. Okay. The Bachelor, week six. So this is what happens. Can, can I can I talk about something real quick? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Michael. Go ahead. So you know, as we know, The Bachelor, it's a show that's been happening for years and years and years. Lots of contestants from the past. Um, yes. Lots of, you know, wrinkles, different things happen. So on a mm-hmm. different version, you know, in the past, we had this amazing contestant that just didn't quite find love. He was out there looking, mm-hmm. like just looking out in the desert, just looking and looking and looking, trying to find mm-hmm. what he's looking for. What he was looking for the whole time was salt. And he just, he never found it. So entering the ring, coming out of nowhere from backstage, our contestant number 21 is the chef. Oh my God, he's here. Holy shit. All of the contestants are furious. They look at Chris Harrison. Is he allowed to do this? Can he do this? Chris Harrison nods. The chef is in. Holy shit. This is unprecedented. Yeah, it's never happened before. What a great week for the chef. What a great week for the chef to come. This week, Judo's just looking for gentleness. And the chef is getting so much screen time. There is... Oh my gosh, there is a whole night where Judo and the chef just make puff pastries together yeah. and just feed it to each other through their mouths. This is a really good week for the chef. Everybody is infuriated that he's here. Mm-hmm. Who's going home, Mike? We also had to spend a lot of the episode just watching the chef do like selfie videos about being in quarantine, waiting to meet uh, Judo. I can't wait to meet Judo. I think he like, you know, is going to be the one to help. I, 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 these these two weeks yeah. all by myself, six feet away from all of my loved ones. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do remember that. So we got the chef as our new uh, a new contestant, and he's doing really well this week. 
think that Mashamar is so not gentle. Mm, he's kind of abrasive. I mean, if we're gentleness, I think that I am looking at this list. I'm saying Haman is not gentle. Although I feel oh, like that's so true. I feel like Haman wants to be gentle, but just isn't. You know, like she's so so heavily like wants to be have it both ways, but she just can't quite pull it off well, because she's so scary. <laughs> And especially because she, like, she just can't, nobody can get time mm-hmm. with Judah this week because, like, obviously Judah's spending all the time with the chef. So it's kind of based on Judah's preconceptions of uh, the contestants up until this point. Yeah. And I think Haman has kind of shown herself as this, you know, huge, strong character. Um, But, you know, when it com- when Judah kind of is asking uh for the characters to show their gentle side, Haman is really struggling. Yeah. And especially with the lack of time, I think she's going home. Yeah, I, I'm saying that for me, I think Haman goes, do we think this is a double elimination week? Because I have a second opinion. Um, Let me... Okay, the gentlest. I feel good about Rue, Ellen, Eno. Mm-hmm. I feel like they can turn it on. Definitely. E- Emma. Lala is extremely gentle. Yeah, Lala. Say Ooh, like Rambaral, I think... Yes, no, Rambaral is extremely gentle. Yeah, he Those is. Coffee vibes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Rambaral is super gentle. Haro is made out of metal. Haro is made out of metal, but as we've said, the hug that Fa receives from Haro, incredibly uh, gentle. Haro also always looking after you. Have you eaten? Have you slept? Are you depressed? Who's your second one, Michael? I'm going to say Slegger. Not very gentle. You're twisted. <laughs> Slegger is extremely not gentle. Some might call him violent um or and here's the thing i think at this point what we have is judo's kind of he's getting kind of sick of the game and slugger's just playing the game you know he's there to he's there to disrupt he's like calling people out he's causing drama he's saying like all these awful things to try and get a rise out of people to make you know put people on edge and i think that you know Mm -hmm. we have rue el inu emma they're all coming to judo and then being like look like it's been six weeks of this shit like we just got chef we love chef good addition we love chef. yeah like you know we obviously we were pissed we were pissed that there's another contestant but like that really just puts slugger in the view of like we're sick of this guy get him the fuck out of here please and i think that you know mm-hmm. he's hot he's attractive he also has six-pack abs you know he's he would be good i think that slugger would be would have been a really good contestant if we got to the intimacy mm-hmm. phase but i think that up until this at this point, Judo is just like sick of this shit. It's it's gone on too long, so I think Slegger goes. I could not agree more, and especially when you're looking at the other characters that we have left other than Slegger, it is very clear that you know Slegger is the outlier exactly. in the group, and you know he just really has no place in Judo's heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think as Judo showed in the rose ceremony, no place in the bachelor mansion well, this week, and he's going. Can home. I tell you what happened? It's Chef came and oh i'd love to hear so obviously like we know chef we love chef he he's wearing a chef hat he's always looking for salt he's great he shows up slegger mm-hmm. slegger grabs the hat off of his head no he says i'm the chef here he puts it on his head and he parades around he's like oh, i'm chef i'm chef i'm chef i'm chef ha, 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 ha. and he like takes the hat he crumples it up into a ball and he throws it on the ground he's like huh it's fun playing chef like it's just such a fun character to play and like every, that's so fr- yeah. yeah everybody looked at him and they were like you fucking suck i we we all hate this guy 
Um, and you know, they were all fine with just playing along with it. But at this point, you know, to see Chef, the newcomer, get treated so poorly, I think it, it was just a line drawn in the sand. Yeah. But but when the thing is, Judo did pull Slager aside, tried to hold Slager accountable, and he ended up just trying to gaslight Judo about the entire situation, yeah. you know, starting to kind of like throw the other contestants under the bus. Mm. It was really despicable and quite frankly, unprecedented for this season of The Bachelor. I've never seen kind of so much just raw hate come out of Slager yeah. towards Chef. Um, nothing but a positive character. The Bachelor. Week 7. This week, after that big kerfuffle, that was kind of the, the finale of the week, um, right before the rose ceremony. So, coming off of that... Coming off of that, um, Judah really wants to talk, but he's not looking to pull any punches. He's looking to fucking just straight vent. He's looking for a really good person to bitch about whatever is upsetting him at this point. He's not really asking for an outside opinion. He just kind of wants his fire to be fueled. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this week is not looking too good for Lala. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of in agreement with uh, you. I, I was looking at our characters that just aren't capable of that edge side to them. I think Lala to me, um, Millie, those are the two that I'm looking at as as possible possible uh, exits. I mean, I feel like Millie would be able to like nod her head, but the second the conversation is turned on you, because like when you're like when you're like venting about something, the other person needs to be kind of like in it to a certain extent. They can't just only be agreeing with you. And I don't think that Millie would be able to really, you know, understand yeah. all of the complexity of judo. That's, that's a good point. In um, kind of be able to fuel that fire, she can kind of like you know barely keep it alive. Yeah. So, I mean, on it honestly, I think this week's pretty black and white. It's kind of like the um the empathetic characters versus the uh kind of more act on instinct characters and lala is certainly empathetic and i think millie's going home too i think i think we're losing lala and millie oh that's really hard to see yeah i don't i think that judah was crying when he had to with like withhold those roses um oh man pretty straightforward week here I think we should run through the contestants really quick. Who who do we have left? So we have Oh yeah yeah yeah. Updated who we have left. So we have Rue Luca, L, Inu, dressed mm-hmm. as a woman from episode forty of Double Zeta. Yes. Uh we have Emma Sheen, Sayla Mass, Rambo Rawl, Haro has still made it. Hayato, sitting middle of the pack, not gotten a lot of uh <laughs> screen time, just kinda of there. But he's our short king. Yeah. We have Mashamar, and then of course the late addition to the show. The chef. Oh my god. I can't believe he was willing to go out of his way to quarantine <laughs> safely in order to get back here. That's so responsible of him. Yeah. The Bachelor. Week eight. Alright, so this is um they uh in in this episode there was actually um some of uh Judo's friends um back from Shangri-La that they also kept in quarantine um, extremely safely Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, greater than or equal to two weeks. And they were brought on the show and the show was kind of about um, judo introducing these contestants to the friends to kind of get an idea of what that would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, So this week is all about um, 
whatever contestant is easiest to introduce to his friends is going to do really great. And the ones that are kind of more an acquired taste are going to do very poorly. Um, Oof. Okay. This is actually a hard one. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be this Mashamar. Yeah. No, Mashamar is a master manipulator. He would be vi- he's he can adapt to situations. And tell you who I think it is that goes. No. I think it's Hayato maybe. He Oh. Hayato just has like dad energy. And I think that you know Judo with all of his friends, they're kind of, you know, getting up to no good. They kind of bring out that kind of like college sensibility in each other. Like they're going to do tequila yes. shots. They might throw up a little bit, you know, jump in a pool with their uh-huh. clothes on. And Hayato's just there. He's like, yeah, I like it's like this is like not really my scene. Like I kind of want to like, you know, go to bed. And I think that Judo can sense well, that. Well, I remember. Yeah, he left early during the hangout. Yeah. He stated that he, quote, missed his wife during the whole encounter that was crazy and so i'm I'm gonna juxtapose that with chef who at the same time isn't that much of a partier he is he does work in the food industry the food industry is you know brutal you stay up really late you know a lot of like people who work in the food industry are you know into partying as well stay up after their shift so he's used to at least the hours you know staying up with friends and Mm -hmm. he's like he's making fucking nachos like for everybody and he's making he's making garlic knots he's making mod sticks like he is just shoveling them it's like we don't even know where they're coming from but he's pulling them out of the oven i love it whenever chef gets to the party he i don't know i i just he always just brings so much light to yeah. it you know haro is an automaton haro can stay up uh to any <laughs> amount of time and haro is, always is a down computer <laughs> and as long as he is charged correctly he will be able to attend um the only other people that I think, you know, I think Hayato goes, I think it's a single elimination. I think everyone else impresses really well. I think that Emma just barely makes it through this week just because Emma isn't, you know, isn't the most, like, playful person. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what that's why I'd put Emma as the, as the last rose for this, for this episode. I think that... This was a really important week, and I think that we needed an excuse for Hayato to kind of stand out from the others, and this was a really, really good excuse for that. The Bachelor. Week 9. It looks like uh, this week um, there was talk of perhaps a bit of sickness kind of spreading throughout everybody, so they asked everybody to kind of stay to their rooms. So it was a very it was a week that was lived on um kind of online on the internet which I think in this day and age is an excellent indicator. So we're looking for um the contestant who is going to send judo the best content on the internet. We're talking about twitter.com, mm-hmm. instagram.com, tiktok.com, facebook.com, gmail.com, LinkedIn if if somebody sees a job opening that just made them think of judo. <laughs> That's a really that's some really good content. Um this is y- Yahoo answers Stack Exchange in case Judo has trouble coding. Stock X for the sneakerheads. Yes, for the sneakerheads and pornography. Only fans. Um, 
<laughs> Most likely to have a good yeah. OnlyFans. So true. But anyway, okay. So, okay. Who is in tune with content mm-hmm. that they think that they would also have the foresight to be like, oh, Judah would like this. Yeah. Let's look real quick. Haro, obviously, because he has every <laughs> single social API built into him, so he yeah. is able to send Gino stuff in real time. Yeah, yeah. Haro which can smashes somehow it. Be, it can it can sometimes be extremely overwhelming when he's getting these fucking like Kanye West tweets that have zero likes on them yet because Haro is just forwarding them. But I think um, Haro does well. I think L smashes it. L has a sense of humor. Um, yes, honestly, so let's just jump into who we don't think is going to do that well i think we're looking at unfortunately rombaral rombaral <laughs> um so here's the thing about okay so we're looking at rombaral mashamar chef and i'm gonna throw emma into the fire here as well emma yeah. i don't know if emma has like the biggest like the you know the most sense of humor um here okay Here's the thing. Rombaral knows yes. he knows himself. He knows where he fits in. He's very tactical. He's not sending yeah. judo things that he thinks are funny. He's going to send him stuff that's interesting. Like he knows he can send or, you know, he he knows what he is and he can play into that. I fear for Chef. I think Chef thinks that he's funny and Chef thinks that Oh no. And that Chef thinks that like He's going to send fire memes, but they're really like dad memes or like, you know, things your grandma might think He sends like judo, like fail compilations. And it was like, I laughed my ass off on this. It's like, chef, you sent me a 30 minute video that has like five second slices of epic fails. Like the fuck, like, like I can't get a good read on what you think I think Mm -hmm. is funny, you know? Um, I think to Rombo Rawls point. Okay. Because as you had this thought, I was like. Or, or as you were talking, I kind of thought um, Rombaral is very confident in how he fits into his corner of the internet. I think he might be sending Judo, like, some really fucking good content that, like, teens wouldn't even think of. Like, he's sending, like, Judo, like, raccoon steals birdseed from bird feeder. <laughs> Hilarious. You know? And, like, Rombaral's like, this is pretty damn funny. And, like, Judo's like... This shit is fire. That is the, this has 300 views and was posted by some random jabroni in Illinois and it's beautiful. I think Rambo Rawl sends mostly garbage in CNN articles, but he sends like one really, really funny viral video that lets him slip through the next. But I also, That's my I, I also think that Rambo Rawl sends him like some really beautiful, like Vimeo videos that are like, just like really good cinematography of like, nightscapes and like time lapses so it's like you know it's not funny but it's good shit hey here's an editor's choice on vimeo i saw last june thought you'd really enjoy wow this is some really impressive stop motion animation Ron Burrell. thank you so much like I, I, we just defended Ron. oh man is chef going home Okay, the only uh, oh. the only for me the only other contestants are possibly Emma, Sheen, Emma and Mashamar maybe. I just don't think Mashamar's online. So, so like I feel like that's hard. I feel like Mashamar just doesn't really even show up a lot. Like he just doesn't seem like a guy to me that that's online that much. What do you what do you think about Mashamar? Yeah. I, no, you say that and Mashamar's struggling. Mashamar definitely 
plays into the fact that he's very charismatic in person, which is why he likes to have, you know, like, Sarah, like, physically around him a lot. Um, yeah. I, I feel, now that we've talked, the internet's such a wide breadth of place that I think it's easy to send content, even if the person you're sending it to might not have the same taste as you but i think mashamar just really struggles to locate that content period yeah you know exactly like he he's like trying but he's just he can't find his corner of the internet he's sending like google search like the google search page of like funny videos like he googled funny videos he didn't click on a link but he copy and pasted the (laughs) url from that google search I also so it'll just open up a gook. I think the elephant in the room with Mashamar is that he he is still obsessed with Haman Khan this entire time. So like, yes, yes. we're also like just like we're not. He's not. He doesn't have his heart in it. And yes, we might be. We might be finding a way to keep Chef in. But here's the thing: Mashamar has been at the bottom of the barrel for a lot of these weeks. Chef has yes. been on fire since he came. He's also coming in with so much more energy. These people have been here for eight weeks. Chef's only been there for three. So he's he has a lot more energy. He's obviously he's been around the block before. He knows how to fake it. I think that tactically, Mashamore's fucking out. I think Chef stays. Yeah. And I think Rambaral does surprisingly well this week. So that yeah, that, I think Rambaral um previously didn't get a lot of screen time, but I think this week yeah. he really excelled. And I, oh, that makes me so happy. And I think Emma is just like, yeah, she wasn't that like good at you know communicating via the internet. But that's not like why Emma's there, and I think that Judo understands mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. All right. All right. I think that week it's. I think a lot of people were relieved to see Mashmar go. To be completely frank, um, and let, let's see what the next week has in store for us. The Bachelor, week ten. All right. This week. Um, so last week they were kind of cooped up in, um, all their respective rooms. Everyone's feeling a lot better. It turns out Mashamar actually, um, just got really bad food poisoning and a lot of eyes turned to Jeff. Um, but it was never, it was never explicitly stated, um, what the reason for any of that is. But Judo wants to get up. Judo wants to get moving. Judo sets up an American Ninja Warrior course throughout the mansion. And this is a challenge week. In The Bachelor, they do have weird physical challenges like this. Mm-hmm. This is exactly that week. And um, so there's kind of two routes you can go here as a seasoned Bachelor veteran. So there's the route where you ex- excel in the course. Okay, you are, you know, very fit. You're doing a really good job. You have good times. There's also the route where you have hilarious fails. Ha ha funny. And then you're like, oh, judo, come kiss my boo-boo. Okay. Mm-hmm. The people going home are the people that lay in between that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think at this point we have eight contestants left. Let's just go down one through eight really quickly on how we think we're going to do. I'll go first and then you'll take the second. So I think Rue Luca does really well. Rue's a very physical person. Um, She's young. She knows her body. She just smashes the American Ninja Warrior course. Maybe she doesn't finish it, but she comes really close. Um, so I'm saying Rue yeah. does really well in the course and has a good time doing it. So I think I think Rue does really well. I think Elle does really well for all of the same reasons. I think Elle and Rue are... Um, I think maybe uh, in the episode they kind of frame it as a little bit of a competition between Elle and Rue because uh, I think that they're kind of um, the, the two best, I'd say, the top. Mm-hmm. 
maybe l squeezes ahead of rue as like you know get a little uh kiss on the cheek from judo mm-hmm. um as like a reward for like finishing the whole course um but i think that all in all I-, I don't think either of them are going home to be completely frank yeah um so next we have inu dressed as a woman i think that this is Ooh. ready for a disaster firstly oh, inu no. is not a very athletic person secondly during the course there's a water feature on this course during, there, is yeah. a, there is a puddle of water during the course oh, no. he tries to climb up a chain slips down his wig comes off he splits his dress oh, everyone God. laughs and also judo is embarrassed turns just beat red com- oh, just like absolutely no. furious that he has been had this entire time and his best friend has been trying to infiltrate his bachelor season i think that this is a disaster for Inu. Can I can I say something a little fucked up? Yeah, I think Inu is sent home on the spot. I think like was going to say this is a double elimination. Inu not only leaves from embarrassment, but leaves because Judo says, "Get the fuck out of here." I like I love you. I love you so much. You're my best friend, but this is not right. I will see you later tonight in the Rocket League lobbies, but right now, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, oh my god. And Machine does fine. And Machine, uh, maybe has a funny fall, like falls on like her butt or something mm. like that. But I mean, and Machine's also like pretty athletic, kind of in the Rue L vein. Yeah. I I don't know. Do you have any like strong thoughts about how Emma Machine performs? I don't. I think that Emma does well. But I don't, it's hard to say. Oh, I'm looking down the list, and I think there is one competitor that might have a lot of trouble completing this <laughs> obstacle course. <laughs> All right, we're on to Sayla. I think Sayla does surprisingly well. I think Sayla gets the yeah. best time and does the best. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elle's a little bit jealous. This is so good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Now. Okay. Rum. Go ahead, Simon. Rumberall. I, moving on, I I think Sayla absolutely is not going home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like that that's the thing about the physical challenges. It gives contestants that haven't shined in some of the more emotive weeks kind of a time to shine. Rambo Rawl does the course really slowly and calculated, and like takes the stairs that are used by like the utility people <laughs> to set up the course to like complete some of the like. There's a rock wall, and he's like you dumb fucks like there's a ladder literally right behind this Mm -hmm. and it's like yes we like he's not playing into the bit everyone's kind of confused he finishes and it's like it's awkward Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i I think that might leave a bad taste in uh judo's mouth because like you know romberall can't really have fun um Mm -hmm. michael tackle this next one for me my guy all right so we got haro next the one thing that we forget about haro is a ball Haro also does have weird fucking limbs that we forget about that can oh, sometimes yeah. Haro pop can out. Haro can climb upstairs. Yeah. It's canonical that Haro can go upstairs. <laughs> but the thing is, Haro does not make it past the first obstacle just due to height. Uh... Um, and so Haro fails immediately. It's not funny because it's sad. It, it, it's just sad because yeah. Haro's a robot and can't do this obstacle course. So I, th- I, think that, I think that Haro just falls straight into the water. And, you know... Not it sizzles out and dies. <laughs> Short circuits. No, no, he's built for that. He's waterproof. Definitely. Um, Chef. I think okay. I think Chef is a character that kind of has all like 
a little goofy. Like he, he he's on the monkey bars and his chef hat like keeps hitting all the bars and mm. they fall off. And like Judo's like, Chef, here's your hat. You almost forgot this on the last on the last obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Chef gets a lot of screen time and he's kind of like the unlikely hero in all of it. Yeah. And he like finishes and he does great. He he doesn't get a good time or anything, no. but he he had fun doing it. Yeah, I think that Chef like goes very slowly, maybe even fails, but like does like a funny dance. Like I think Chef does like oh! a funny dance to like you know celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's mm-hmm. like oh, mm-hmm. it's so important to be able to laugh at yourself. Totally, totally. So I mean, the rose ceremony kind of rolls around. Um one person doesn't have doesn't get a rose oh i'm between rambaral and haro right now and that pains me to say i was thinking haro rambaral or ru luca cuz ru did not have ru fun Lu- ru took it too seriously that's actually so tr- no 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 it's what i said mm-hmm. right it's the people that fall in between mm-hmm. on this week yeah L and Emma, or sorry, yeah, M, L, and Sayla both beat Rue's time. Emma also got beat and finished, but didn't take it that seriously. Rue was pretty upset, and maybe this could either be a go-home or it could be a last rose situation. And I, I think I'm going to leave it up to you. Rambaral cheated, and I think that that's bad. Haro failed, and it was sad but Rue had a bad attitude about it. So as you are the much more bachelor focused, you know about the show who in your opinion goes home this week. I think honestly, I hate to say it. I think that Rue goes home because like at this point in the game, like you can't be annoying or uneventful. And Rue was both of those during this episode because, okay, Judo's not a robot. Judo can see past, (laughs) unlike Hart, Judo can see past, the last episode, you know, he's thinking back of like the the funny, hilarious or no, you know what he's thinking? Of? He's thinking of like the fucking um, like Marines reunite with their family compilation that Rambo Rawl sent him last <laughs> week. And he is just like he can't see him go. Um, And I don't know. I think Judith thought it was a little funny how Haro was a fucking a Roomba and couldn't get up. Yeah. Rumba Rawl also sent Judo in the last episode, like an old skit from SNL from like the (laughs) seventies. And it was like one that he hadn't seen, but he's like, it's so really funny. Like, even though it's old. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Rumba Rawl actually last week, like we thought it was going to be a bad week for him. Last week was an incredible (laughs) week for Rumba Rawl. Um, all right. Uh, man, that was, I'm really glad that that episode happened when it did. Um, because now we're moving on. I, I think we got some pretty important uh prompts moving forward. Um oh my gosh. I fucking in memory of Eno, god damn, that episode was hard to watch for his sake. The Bachelor. Week eleven. Alright. This week Judo's a little sleepy from all of that physical activity that he watched and didn't participate in. And he's just looking to take a little nap. This week's pretty straightforward. It's just the best pillow. Rumpa Rawl is doing so good this week. I will say. <laughs> all right. Who is the best pillow out of L? Okay, no, we can go down line by line. We got L, we got Emma Sheen, we got Salem Mass, we got Rumpa Rawl, we got Haro, and we got Chef. Um, oh. Quickly, this like is I think we can knock out the first two, Chef and Rambaral. Those are both really good yes. pillows. Very snugly, large dudes. You can be the little spoon. You can be the big spoon. 
they work. I think Emmachine goes in third here. I think Emmachine yeah. is a soft like a softy. Her hair looks so soft. Yeah, I think Emma just does really well. I'm looking at El Sela Haro. Haro is a metal metal, is a metal sphere, isn't he? Yeah. It's going to be hard to explain away why Haro makes it through this week. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I like this week sucks. Yeah. Everyone like was so confused why Judo decided to have Best Pillow be the prompt, but like, I don't know. He just like, he tried to lay down on Haro <laughs> and it played a clank, <laughs> like a, a metal on metal clank that like resonated throughout the whole house. Yeah. Everyone could hear Haru, even though he's not programmed for it, was felt very embarrassed after that. And I think he just I, I, I think everyone knew what was coming. He just like rolled off after the rose ceremony, even before his name was called. And I think and I think Haro's played its part in this show, you know, yes. has had a lot of really good moments, had a lot of screen time, um, a lot of surprising moments. I think it's hey, this time haro doesn't have any feelings so there is no hard feelings haro is an automaton so i think haro goes home <laughs> i'll tell you what a hard feeling was the feeling of my fucking head on haro am i right all right moving on to the next week the bachelor week 12 this week, um, uh, they were tasked. It was kind of another challenge, and it was planning a dinner party. So Judo and and X character who would plan the best dinner t- party. Um, let's not waste any time. Yeah, Michael, who would who, who would be the best? <laughs> it's chef. Party? <laughs> chef is the best. Chef again. Uh, chef came in late. Lots of energy. Lots of ideas. He's so lucky oh that God. this prompt happened now. Yeah, Ugh. chef makes it through easy. Who who do you think? I feel like if we're gonna say two more that are definitely safe, who who do you think are the next two planning a dinner party? I think it's easy. Honestly, Rambaral. I think Rambaral does a good mm-hmm. job planning the dinner party because he's an adult yeah. and like has done this before. Uh-huh. Emma Sheen too. She just seems like responsible. Yep. Honestly, okay. Th- this is what I'm saying. L and Sayla have kind of gotten through to this point because they're like, you know, the hot girls that are yeah. like everything Judo wants. Mm-hmm. But this kind of puts them in a situation that they aren't traditionally very comfortable with. Yeah. Oh, man. This this might be it for L. I'm sorry. They're like, ugh. Yeah. Honestly, it's... She made it so far and she's been dominating so many uh, yeah. fucking... Uh, it's gonna be, it's hard to separate to them previous weeks too because I love Sayla so much. You know, hashtag where Sayla. I don't know if Sayla has the personality necessary to throw like a bash. Like I think she could throw a nice elegant house. You know, like a nice elegant dinner. So I think mm-hmm. you know because she is yeah. from the background of like kind of not like kind of like royalty, like higher class background. L mm-hmm. is a bit of that you know that unfortunate tomboy uh, kind of generic character in the show. But L has a lot of right. you know variability, a lot of dynamics. But I think that this is just a tough week. I think if I think L could have been the winner if this hadn't come up. Oh, that's so tough to see. But like that's what will happen in this game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we didn't script this. Right. This is random, and that happens. I think that L L does just go home this week. The Bachelor, week thirteen. All right, so we've come up on the last week before Fantasy Suites. The winner 
the people who make it through this week will be going to Fantasy Suites together. Again, to remind the audience, Fantasy Suites is a week full of intimacy, sweat, kissing, <laughs> cuddling, no feet. Um, That's all. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. stakes. Big stakes. Big stakes. Um, Chef does well on big stakes. Cares most about their appearance. Oh fuck. Okay, so we're going into fantasy suites right now, and like, like every like it's time to pretty yourself up before fantasy suites. What happens? Oh no. Um. Okay, this, is, this is this is a hard one. This is like my oh. I can oh I can honestly I, I can see anyone. Can I? Go ahead. Can I say one take? Yeah. So Chef either really cares about his appearance or doesn't care about his appearance whatsoever <laughs> because he never changes clothes. <laughs> so <laughs> Simon, almost none of these characters change their clothes. That's so true. <laughs> Emma Sheen cares about her appearance. Sayla. I think Sayla smashes it. Sayla wins this week. Yeah. Easy. I honestly think Ron Baral does uh-huh. a really good job. I think I think this is gonna be tough. In my opinion, oh, I see Emma It had to happen though. If you I see Emma and Chef as the two kind of battling it out for the bottom spot. And this is really just I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna have to draw a line at Chef. I think he's out. Yeah, I don't think that we can possibly And this is the exact roadblock that Chef hit on the last season he was in. He does not try hard yes. enough. He did not learn from his, his mistakes. You know, salt can fix a lot of things. It can make a lot of meals taste better. But unless you try your hardest to look good, you cannot win The Bachelor. And that's just it. Chef, salt is great, but you keep rubbing it in that wound, baby. That's what Judo says. That's what Judo says when he sends Chef home, and it's, like, super cool. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, really heavy, like, drum beats that play, like, prior to, like, the buildup of that joke. The Bachelor Fantasy Suites. All right, fantasy suites time. Um, so what me and Michael have kind of done to peel the curtain back a little bit is we've kind of decided location for the fantasy suite date um, for each of these characters. But I think in all fairness, since randomness have, has been a big part of this game so far, um, we are going to kind of randomly choose their order. And I think that the depending on the order, some drastically things can happen. Um, because the other thing is when... Um, Judo is out on a fantasy suite date. He's inevitably going to be thinking about the like prior fantasy suite dates exactly. that he went on and be comparing. So the first fantasy suite date is uh, very, very important. So just random number, one through three. Um, let's do this thing. The first person that Judo goes on a fantasy suite date with is Emma Sheen. And they just go, um, Emma Sheen takes him into the... Uh, like mountains just in earth emma really loves enjoying earth and i'm gonna be honest with you i think it was extremely underwhelming for judo i was i think that i was gonna say the same thing 
it's just like it wasn't like everything so emma is great in a group of people Mm -hmm. she is very she can differentiate herself in a group of people really kind of show her uh show judo why she is kind of like you know bet not superior but just like the best choice of uh in a in a kind of in the house it worked really well but i think that kind of once he got alone um judo kind of realized that he was thinking about you know other contestants that got eliminated and like what he's going back to um and i mean i think that really kind of sets a very high bar for Sela and Rambaral. Yeah. But I think it'll be really interesting to see what will happen on their fantasy suite date. But I just feel bad for Emma that the weekend had to be spent like this. Yeah. I think that Emma, like, there's just like a, it's not fully comfortable. You know what I mean? Like they're together. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they almost feel like strangers to each other, even though she's yeah. an excellent companion. And like, it is that she understands, you know, when to like let somebody have their space and when to like be with somebody like she's very emotionally like engaging and um emotive but there is just mm-hmm. like this certain like peel that hasn't been peeled back quite yet uh with Emma right right she has her guard up she's right. a trained soldier um and you know she came from the titans and i think that it's just going to be tough for judo to really get past that that peel of uh, of the onion. I mean, I think they part on like okay terms, but to be they do this thing um in the Bachelor sometimes where uh to indicate that somebody goes home, they like bring down the suitcase from the mm-hmm. mansion, and I think that's what happens to Emma. I think um instead of Emma arriving back at the house, it shows a producer bringing down her suitcase, Oof. and um she just she leaves. Um, but I mean, we're down to the final three, Michael. That's what's gonna happen. Okay, yeah. there has to be a winner. Um. So after that, Judo comes back a little bit disgruntled, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's looking for love. Mm-hmm. So he's excited to move forward. And the next person that he goes on a date with is Ron Baral. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about their date? Yeah. So Ron Baral takes Judo to a, a nice lake house to do some canoeing, fishing, just some mountaineering. But I mm-hmm. see this as a passionate, white hot passion weekend getaway with Rombaral. Oh my yes. Like Rombaral. All the activities known... all the activities that they had planned, they don't do them. Like Ooh, <laughs> the, doggy. The the fishing rods go unused. <laughs> all like the the waiter like Rombaral comes in and he's he he's wearing the fly fishing waiters, mm-hmm. but that's all he's wearing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh my god, Rumbarol's such a freak, and Judo had no idea. So Judo's kind of like I, I don't know. I I think he's really loving it the whole time, Absolutely. and he's just like mm-hmm. he's like Rumbarol's kind of been built. He, I mean, as shown with Emma, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, when you're kind of like left alone with this character, and I think Rumbarol really delivered. Um, and they had a really beautiful weekend. Yeah, it it was full of passion, and you know, just like a lot. A lot of time spent indoors. I feel like to play devil's advocate a little bit, judo does find it wanting a little bit that they it was it was a little bit one note. Like it it wasn't mm-hmm. the full experience. Like they 
Right. You know, it wasn't well balanced, but also it was incredible. Like he he's changed. Judo is worried that it's going to be a very fast burning match. You know, and like once the initial once the initial uh kind of shock of how fucking incredible this weekend was. I cannot like we cannot stress enough like passion, heat, um s- screams, stickiness. These are just a few <laughs> These are just a few words to describe the weekend they just had. <laughs> Slime. <laughs> anything. <laughs> dysentery. Fish. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he uh, he arrives back at the mansion. Ron Baral just kind of uh, proudly walks upstairs, kind of oh, still wearing the waiters. Um, and uh, Sayla is the last um, contestant that he's going to have a fantasy suite with. And uh, Sayla just takes him to a really classy mansion over inside three, kind of uh, um, uh, owned by a relative, kind of an old money mansion, beautiful gardens everywhere, kind of has people waiting on them everywhere that they go. Horseback so riding. Very easy weekend. Tea outside. Gardens. I don't know. I think, I think that this one, like, this to me seems like it would be really fulfilling all leading up to like kind of the one night and then it's like kind of fu- like like a fucking like like an outlander type thing you know like do you watch bridgerton no oh yeah me neither um <laughs> that's so that's so crazy that you brought that up but i i think that they do just have a beautiful smooch at the very end um after a really really fulfilling day um, is there anything you would like to add to it? I think that I think it's a sexy weekend, to be honest. I think that. OK, OK, here he goes. All right. Don't don't try and paint me as some degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was shitty. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that I think that um, Judo has a lot, you know, coming back into this, you know, to this weekend after with Ron I think he is. That's true. He's warmed up. Yeah. He's warmed up. I do think yeah. he is still like looking for balance. And I think that he is still trying to like, I think this is the, he's sprinting towards the finish, you know, mm. of this mm-hmm. experience. But I think that he and Sayla have a very balanced weekend, you know, kind of a little bit of what he got with Emma and what he got with Ron Baral. Um, But a little bit, he, I don't know. They don't spend as much time indoors as he did with ron Baral. like it, it is it is just very balanced <laughs> you can say that again <laughs> um but wow it is it was a good opportunity for sailor to show off her personality um sometimes because i think that she did get overpowered a lot by the rest yeah. of the group because like i mean ron Baral mm-hmm. is really powerful you're looking at rue inu l all very powerful personalities chef of course so i think that mm-hmm. sayla didn't have a lot of time to really um get down into the details of who she is a person. I think that this is, she opens up a lot about herself, her past, you know, where she comes from, her father, her brother. And I think that that is, you know, a very good, <laughs> refreshing, healthy relationship for the weekend. I think that it is, Judo's very confused on the fact that he made out with Shar, who is Sayla's yeah, brother. Judo's like, damn, your brother was on this show. Why the fuck didn't you say anything? Like that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> But, oh, man. All right. Well, I mean, Chris Harrison, Mm -hmm. do you 
Do you think you have a winner in mind for who won this season of The Bachelor? I mean, I think I know who won. I think I know who won, too. Would you like to say it at the same time? So, to just to to be clear, Emma was kicked off. It is it is sent- Emma did get sent home. Okay. Emma did get sent home. Okay. All right. So we have it between the two contestants, Sayla and Ramba. So in this scenario, it's Judo standing there. Judo has one rose. Yes. Um. <gasps> what what happens to the contestant that doesn't make it? Does does that contestant get like shot into space? <laughs> they get shot. Period. <laughs> yeah. No. They um. <laughs> What what happened? Yeah, they. What is like banishment in Gundam? They get. Well, they're not banished. They just probably crawl back in their mobile suit and yeah. blast off. Probably go to Axis. But like the thing is, they go to Axis. Oh my on. god, no! <laughs> but you know what? The winner gets to do. The winner finally gets to fucking get in the Zeta Gundam and fucking transform <laughs> with um with Judo into the most beautiful Gundam ever. Oh, I forgot to mention I'm that. Really looking. Rambaral and Judo do a bunch of midair conversions together on their weekend. Oh, nice! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> All right, let's say it on three. Let's say who we think won. Okay. One, or on go, after three. <laughs> Wait, on go? Wait, did you say no or go? Go, on go. Um, so we'll do one, two, so three, and then say it. One, two, three, bleh, Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. All right. All right. One, two, three, Rambarala. No! No! <laughs> Oh man. Is this gonna maybe we um Oh man, maybe we just like assault Alex and Christian with this question and see if they can if they can come to a conclusion. So Cuz I will I'm sorry, like at this point I'm going to argue Sayla till the end. Okay. Like and I feel like you'll do the same with Rambaral. Like we're not going to get anywhere with just us. I mean, uh, I'm going to say I had a very hard time choosing between the two of them. I wanted I wanted to say Sayla at first. I feel like that's who logically makes more sense. But then I thought maybe in the back of Judo's dirty side one Shangri-La mind, he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh my God, I do really that miss. That be every night. I do really yeah. miss those midair conversions. So it's really just like, uh-huh. what part of the duality of man are, are we looking at? And I, I'm fine with, I'm fine with going with Sayla. I think that Sayla would be no. a very good winner and probably the right winner. But it's hard. I for me almost to... no, 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 no. Sayla would be the right winner, but very rarely in these shows does the correct winner win. <laughs> I think that if I've learned anything from this, it is like the point of fantasy suites is to get that horny is to get that horny juice like flowing. Yeah, going into the finale because like if they didn't want it to influence the end, they would have it like earlier in the show or have a couple episodes in between. But the format of the show goes directly from Fantasy Suites to the end. And I think that Judo, even though Sayla did have kind of like the last say with him, you know, Mm -hmm. like she did have the last interaction with him. I think that you bring up an excellent point about how Judo is whenever he's around Ramba, probably for the next couple weeks is just going to be like instinctively like soaking wet. (laughs) So like I like I, I think that if you we're shown those two people in real life give Judo one rose and he has to choose on instinct. Yeah. 
I think that I've talked myself into Rumble Raw, and I think that you bringing up this point was very helpful. Okay. And if I'm playing Devil's at, or if I'm playing from the producer standpoint, I'm thinking we get Rumble Raw. Rumble Raw would never agree to being a bachelor. Sayla, no, perfect contestant for the Bachelor. Yes, season. yes, yes, yes. That is such a okay. Michael, now you're thinking like Chris Harrison. I love yeah. it. So I love Chris, it so Chris Harrison's in fucking Judo's ear. He's like, that weekend with Ron Baral was pretty great, wasn't it? Pretty nice, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sayla's like, not that great, isn't she? <laughs> Directly after the episode, they tease the next season and like they show Sayla's silhouette um, right before it like cuts to black and it's like, tune in next week for The Bachelorette. Perfect. But. So I think that, you know, through all of this, what we've learned is that um, Judo's horny for Ron Baral, just like me. Not, nothing to so add. Your parents reached out to me, <laughs> Michael. That was fun. We should do this shit. We like we make up such twisted games with this show, and I kind of love it. It's such like I don't know. Like Gundam is just such a good medium for mm-hmm. like everything. Like I love drawing it. I love just like doing bits about it. Like uh, it, it just like I think it just goes to show like how fleshed out the universe it is that we're able to like be this creative with it. I think one of the most like the most uh, rewarding parts of about doing the podcast about it, especially watching these three first seasons back to back is just the breadth of characters and just like how different they are from series to series. Like we get like a through line of a couple characters here or there. And like, obviously like bright's been in every season, but you get like a different cast of characters with a lot of different personalities. And I think that that like really makes these games and like tier lists and stuff like really fun. Um, because there are totally. just there's just so many characters and they're all fun to talk about and like like Ron Baral is a character that was in like three or four episodes really but he's like <laughs> just like legendary to us yeah no and that's like the great part of it too is like you can just kind of take each character as seriously as you want to and because of like the great breadth they give you so many different types to latch on to like I don't know I, although my we fucking like Haru's name probably got mentioned most of all, and like I, it seems like they're trying to like phase him out in this series, like in, Z- <laughs> <laughs> in Double Zeta. So like I don't know, can't kill him. But yeah, thanks for doing this with me, Michael. That was a ton of fun. Simon, thank you, and thank you all for listening to uh, the first ever uh, Valentine's Day special of Gundam I Hardly Know with the Bachelor uh, Judo Edition. Um, so to to just uh, recap, Judo ended up with Rambaral. They're a beautiful couple. Yeah, we love it. Um, anyway, we'll be back next week with a with a normal episode. We'll be jumping in back into Double Zeta, and we're gonna do, I believe, next week is episodes twenty through thirty. And um, yeah, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.